Hello, hello, hello. This is Ebony, and I am bringing you another DMT Espresso that 15 minutes or less on the top of the trendy trending are on my heart and mind. And today's topic is more trending, but is definitely on my heart and mind because uh, today I will be talking about uh, mandatory military vaccines. Uh, I, this has been a big conversation uh, because the DOD is a, a different type of animal when you start talking about federal mandates um, and so there's a lot of things that uh, the military as the Department of Defense uh, those military members those armed forces members are not able to opt out of certain things um, obviously right uh, given some health concerns right medical uh, sometimes some religious exemptions uh, you can potentially right get out some of these uh, yearly uh, flu shots and, and certain other things where they find some alternative to these things uh, so that you can stay healthy. Uh, but really interesting about this is that I was starting to read up on this topic and I had already heard kind of this myth that someone had brought it for that, oh, you know, George Washington uh, originally mandated that the uh, Continental Army uh, get vaccines uh, for smallpox uh, so I actually started really looking at this and I was like wait the Revolutionary War uh, I'm quite certain doesn't coincide when you first get the uh, initial onset of vaccines uh, so I started reading a little bit more and a little bit more and this is what I honestly found uh, so you don't get a first vaccine of any sort until 1798 the first vaccine was developed for smallpox was in 1798 so with that in mind I'm gonna keep this in mind uh, prior to that you had here's that myth part of it uh, in 1777 or around that time 1776 some of the dates kind of vary uh, you had George Washington um, actually inoculating new recruits into the Continental Army, which is different than a vaccine, and so that's different, but, and that's where some of this mandate comes from, but what's interesting was to talk about, was I was reading about um, how uh, smallpox, again, a relatively unknown uh virus disease uh, was ravaging the Continental Army and so uh, George Washington had heard about I guess this medicine or or this uh, this way to inoculate uh, for smallpox and it's been demonstrated and so for his people and their health he made a command decision and this actually went against uh the leading body of, of individuals i guess that 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 time it would have been the continental congress um and decided to inoculate his members of smallpox and so there you go uh some <laughs> other interesting things coming out of this uh is you have uh you know from here this kind of stems some uh some precedents uh so you start getting uh, actual vaccines or inoculations or other things uh, so you get the vaccines for tetanus um, and 
And what's really interesting about this is that most of these other vaccines that are developed are usually around when there is a war involved or the U.S. members are having to go off and, and do something uh, dealing in another country or, or something else. So I wanted to bring that to light. It's kind of a brief history. Uh, what I'm interested in right now is talking about uh, kind of the the list of vaccines. What most people don't know is that uh, during uh, each one of the in-processing of uh, recruits into any one of the uh, armed forces branches, you get a litany, uh, just a a cocktail of different uh, needles and pinpricks and other things from the doctors that are are meant to, uh, well, be mandatory vaccines. Uh, You don't really question it because they kind of just take you, you might not know this, but they kind of just, at least then, um, this is, I will say that when I was going through this uh, circa 2007, they kind of just sat you in this room and they went through your health record. And saw what you already had uh, in your medical records. Uh, so some of the list of mandatory uh, things are vaccines that you receive upon initial entry or basic uh, basic training. Enderio uh, virus, again, don't know what that is. Hepatitis A, hepatitis B, influenza, measles, mumps, uh, meningococcus. I can't even say that. The polio virus, tetanus, uh, viscera. Again, no idea. Uh, now, some of these other vaccines, uh, I was, I've had pretty much most of these uh, other ones, depending on the risk. Um, and some, some of these vaccines right here that I'm about to read out are dealing mostly when uh, you are going into a, a high-risk country. Uh, mostly, I say I had this, some of these when I was going to a country for short-term tours and uh, deployments. Uh, so some of these uh vaccines are anthrax, um, Japanese encephalitis, uh, rabies, smallpox, typhoid fever, yellow fever. Uh, again, these things, vaccines are to keep the men and women safe, uh, especially in some of these countries that uh, I don't know anything about the theory, but I would really not like to have it or massive case of diarrhea. Um, some of these things could put you in great health concerns so they try to uh, put you on a schedule of vaccines uh, to keep you safe Um, and so I know this is a a big deal for a lot of people and so they're like well I have a right to choice and I've got these other things and well so for the military uh, they pumped you full of a lot of different things uh, prior to you even talking about uh, this particular vaccine which is COVID-19. Uh, I don't have a requirement either way. Uh, I do believe people have a right to choice uh, and that's been proven. Uh, but what we saw in mid-September was that Secretary of Defense Lloyd J. Austin III mandated that service members receive these life-saving shots. Um, for the COVID-19 vaccine. And under this, as the highest ranking uh, individual in the country, besides the president himself, uh, this came out as a lawful order. 
Um, it's a it's a valid requirement as being a military member. Uh, most there's even like language now that talks about you needing to be uh, deployable. And if you don't have this vaccine, you are non-deployable, which can again uh, process you out of the military. Now there are always caveats. Uh, when they rolled out this, they were they were saying that there's certain exemptions, right? So uh, I know that we're seeing some of the ramifications dealing with, like, say, National Guard members. Uh, there was the religious exemption, and then you had like uh, medical exemptions. Uh, and for some some of the people, I know that they're having a really hard time getting certain aspects of the uh, the religious exemption. Um, and so now what we're starting to see is that uh, these first members that have continued to refuse the COVID-19 vaccine are uh, starting to be processed out of the military. Um, and again, it's under a lawful order, Article 92. Uh, this is strictly dealing with military processes. And I think that's a very uh, interesting aspect. Um all branches of as far as I'm reading about it and hearing uh, have all branches of the military have dealt with uh, numerous requests for uh, permanent medical exemptions um, and you know the religious accommodations so uh, there's this one article I was reading that's saying the army received uh, 621 requests for permanent medical exemptions uh, in which only four were approved and 101 were under were being reviewed and 516 were disapproved. Uh, then you had a hundred and or 1,746 religious accommodation requests. 85 were officially uh, disapproved or disapproved, excuse me, and 1,661 uh, remained uh, to be processed and reviewed. Uh, this. This is, I don't know, this is an interesting time. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, you're, you're seeing some of these, these military members um, being processed out uh, now. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's even like a time frame for when uh, they would have to uh, basically depart the military. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know, it's very interesting. Uh, so if you guys have any interest in this uh, topic of military mandatory vaccines, uh, your right to choice versus your 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 service that you are giving to the country, uh, I would love to hear about it uh, because I, I'm hearing both sides of the coin, right? Um, that... Uh, you're infringing on someone's rights, uh, even though you are part of the federal government. Um, and if the commander in chief says it's mandatory, and then his second says it's mandatory, it's it's now a lawful order uh, in military systems. Uh, and, I, and I'm there. There's some of these these I don't want to call them loopholes, but some of these um, outliers uh, that this this can impact readiness. Um, it's extremely important. I, I I know a lot of the newer members that I've run into uh, didn't actually see some. They weren't. They they came in under their under COVID, but to 
see the differences of, of say that aircraft carrier right the USS Theodore Roosevelt um, the naval uh, where you had a thousand sailors contract uh, contracted COVID uh, early in that pandemic it, I mean again only one uh, died um, of the virus but uh, that's how prevalent in such small spaces that uh, this particular uh, virus disease can rip through our military resources and and so they want us these vaccines I know are, I don't know if they're doing a good job of uh, pro or, or of, uh, how do you want to say programming it but uh, PA right public affairs uh, getting the message out about uh, you know military readiness this is a big part of you being able to do your job uh, being able to conduct missions across the world uh, and again I bring back to this point of being deployable uh you gotta your health is on that list dental exams physical fitness keeping up with your shot records uh, this is another thing along with financial and, and spiritual and whatever uh, everything else they want to put together to make you a whole person uh but again i'm rambling now that's this is my take on the topic i don't i don't really have a take on it really uh, obviously I do actually um, but again interesting topic uh, let me know what you think uh, is the military wrong for mandating their members for having it uh, we shall see uh, so as always I'm going to cut it off here that's any peace, love, positivity, and good vibes please let me know what you think uh, check out some of the, the references that I put into the uh, the links below um, in my description and I will see you next time. All right. Peace.